Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Rendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. Your new Quizlemania Tag Team Champions are going to try to keep this one brief. Larson, what's in the news? There's actually a lot in the news, so good luck to us to try and keep this brief. First item here, seems like uh, uh, Raw might want Finn Balor. So, now that Finn Balor has failed in his bid to reclaim the NXT title from Karrion Cross, you know, talk naturally turns to what's next for the Prince. Will he stick around NXT, return the main roster? We don't know. Mm. WrestleVotes, though, may have some hints as to what the future holds for Finn Balor. That's what WrestleVotes say. Quote, regarding Finn Balor, I'm told members of the Raw creative team have asked for him for months now. No edict has come down from the top yet, yanking him from Orlando. The NXT crew adores Balor, so unless the main roster has major plans for him, I think he's okay where he is. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I mean, I guess to a certain extent, it's, it's somewhat somewhat deflating to hear that it's Raw that wants him because Raw's creative is an absolute mess versus SmackDown, which is pretty good. Uh, a feud between Finn and Roman would be great. However, if they have major plans for Finn, in my mind, would mean WWE title mm-hmm. program. It yeah. seems the odds of him winning such a feud are better on Raw than on SmackDown. Yeah, so. that's that's definitely true. Um, yeah, yeah. When I hear that Raw really wants him, this the scariest thing is, oh, we want to do Fiend versus Demon, which I is such a step backwards for him. It's such it's such a step backwards. Um, interesting that I mean, this seems you know, WrestleVote said they've got a good reputation. Seems that there are like no firm plans, you know. It's like it's just going to be the thing where a couple weeks he won't be on NXT, and uh, you know they'll do a vignette. You know what's next for Finn? What am I going to do next? Everybody wants to know what's next for Finn, and it's going to be like you know, uh, and then they'll figure it out eventually, and then uh, either he stays in NXT or he goes up to to main roster. Like if you want to bide your time, I don't know how close UK is to getting fans. But have him do a thing with Walter, you know? Maybe do a thing with Walter. Because that was what the tease was back in the day anyways before that was pandemic. That be the, uh, the, the takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. then you can revisit it. But, man, if, you know, if, if Raw Creative really wants him, number one, Raw Creative is terrible. And, and, I, and I honestly don't believe it's 
because of the talent they already have. You know, talent's good. Talent's the talent, really good. The talent's good. It's it's fitting those pieces in the correct places, and they just don't do that well. So, nope. uh, you know that, that yeah that that would not I would not be huge on that. SmackDown, I'd be all about that uh, because yeah. they they treat their their characters really well there. They do. One thing I'll say as far as Finn going to Raw, that would fill a void there because Raw uh, is is light on main event baby faces. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You got Drew, and then depending on how you book him, Braun mm-hmm. and Kofi. Now Kofi, now they're putting up in the main event. I don't know how long that's gonna that's gonna be a thing. I hope Kofi, I hope he could, stays there for a spell. I really do. Yeah, me too. Because Kofi, yeah, you know, uh, when, when they actually elevate him out of the tag division up into the main event scene, he always does a great job. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, if he's going to be, you know, in the mix for the WWE title, I hope he's there for a while. Mm, yeah, I mean, it could be they're thinking that hey, things are so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. It is kind of disappointing that there doesn't seem like to be now that he had this cross match, which seemed to just. I mean, why did why wouldn't they have just waited another couple of weeks until Takeover to do this cross match? Um, I don't know. That that's sort of bizarre to me, but I guess we'll maybe we'll find out more over the next month or so to see. Yeah, that is interesting. If why there they, is more. why they they did this on TV as opposed to. I mean, I mean, the the, the primary you know reason you would think is well, Finn's moving up. You know, mm-hmm. what is today? Today's Thursday. What were the NXT ratings? I never saw those. I haven't seen them either. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, anyways, uh, so this summer slam situation, Larson, is supposed to be <laughs> happening in what, two months now. It's kind of a mess. Uh, about, three, about three months. About three months. About it's three it's months. kind of a mess. Wait, August. What is August? August is eight. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. The you're eighth right. Month. Yeah. The eighth, eighth month. It's July is the seventh month. Uh, yes. so Andrew Zarian has some more information about this summer slam business. He's reporting a summer slam is going to happen. Will happen at Las Vegas's Allegiant field. But when? Is the big question. Russell votes suggests that the biggest party of the summer could actually happen on a Saturday. Never happened before. They say this. The rumors of a SummerSlam from Las Vegas taking place outside of a Sunday are correct according to a source. Hearing that internally the show is listed for Saturday night, August 21st. Uh, they credit Andrew Zarian for the initial date tweet. Russell Votes also notes that, yes, guys, I am aware there is a Manny Pacquiao fight in Las Vegas the same night. I can only report on what I'm told. Saturday night is happening, though. Shortly shortly thereafter. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Uh, Russell Votes had an update. Cue the the Unsolved Mysteries update graphic. Quote, within minutes. August 21st is currently provisional, according to a source. Pacquiao fight wasn't official until May 21st. No update since on document being circulated August 22nd and Saturday, August 7th, shown as holds. WWE's preference is Saturday. However, being honest, I'm not entirely sure where it stands as of now. So uh, just saw this before we started. Sports Business Journal is reporting that six, six venues are still under consideration for SummerSlam. They are as follows. Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Of course, that's the home of WrestleMania 39. Uh, NRG Stadium in Houston. Energy. Get it? NRG uh, Energy. Yeah. Uh, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, of course. MetLife Stadium uh, in East Rutherford's New Jersey, home of the New York Football Giants and the Jets. And Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. I believe that's where the Titans play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they're intent on having a huge stadium show. 
Yes, that's great. Um, if uh, if 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 Andrew Zarian and Russell votes be believed, they want to do it on a Saturday. Why do you think that is? That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's it, I don't know. I don't know. And and I don't know. Like in one sense, I understand why they wouldn't want to have the show in Vegas the same weekend as the Pacquiao fight because yeah. a lot of people are coming in. Yeah, it might make make it harder for people coming in for SummerSlam mm-hmm. to get hotels or, or Airbnbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, if a lot of people are coming in for that fight, if they think there's crossover between people who want to go to the Pacquiao fight, we'll go to SummerSlam. It would make sense to actually have it the next day, not the same day. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they'd ever want to have it on the same day as that in the same place. That doesn't make any sense. In the same city, I know. Doesn't in make the any same sense. city, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's 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 strange. It, it sounds like a mess. Uh, so, you know, I guess we'll just we'll figure out when we figure it out, you know? Yeah, when, once WB actually officially announces something, then we'll actually know when then it's we'll happening, where know. it's happening, what time, exactly, all that kind of stuff. At some point between now and, like, September, there's going to be a SummerSlam. And uh, we'll 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 be watching it, <laughs> whether it's end of August, early August, mid August, maybe late Sunday, July, Tuesday, Labor Day weekend. We don't yeah. know. It's going to happen yeah. at some point. Exactly, something we know is going to happen this Sunday. Double or nothing. AW uh, is as always preceded by uh, Cody Rhodes' media call. Uh, he usually does these things, right? This is like a yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Listen, to the, the the last one for mm-hmm. was it Revolution? I think it one was. One day yeah. we'll we'll submit a question. We just want to make sure it's the perfect question. We should have really asked be him. The perfect question. We had to, you know, Cody, what's your reaction to Stephen Larson winning Quizlemania Tag Championships? Yeah. The Church of Friendos. Well, yay or nay, Church of Friendos, Cody. You know? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, so there was obviously one of those today. And yep. we've got the rundown here. First up, Louis Dangour, who, uh, by the way, slipped into my DMs to congratulate me on my impressions he was very he, he, he loved my impressions my impersonations on WrestleMania. Right. didn't say anything about us winning the tag championships all right very well so <laughs> he asked, uh, uh, yeah he asked he was asking about rampage the yeah. upcoming not the guy from uk the upcoming aw show cody yeah. said he's excited about it they're looking to expand the roster further uh that's tony tony Khan. that's a little note i put here tony Khan mm-hmm. mentioned the same thing on the uh, most recent aew unrestricted podcast yeah uh august 13th rampage will complement dynamite to further storylines and reestablish tbs as the undisputed top network for wrestling notes that dynamite and rampage will share the same roster they'll lean into tv specials slash mega events kind of like they're doing now um one and- thing cody noticed i don't remember that was in the initial announcement uh, or mentioned uh, cody mentioned was that so uh, Rampage is going to start on TNT, and it sounded like, based on the way he was talking, that both Dynamite and Rampage will move to TBS in 2022. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, yeah, he also, you know, he he brought up Dark and Elevation. He says, you know, they all have their own identities, their own, you know, sort of whatever. And, uh, and you know, they all enhance the same thing. It was kind of a Triple H answer, you know. He's just basically saying that, yeah, Rampage will just be more of the same. In the same universe, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp yes. asked Cody about the Cody slash Young Bucks Kenny beef that had been long rumored now for at least a month or so. Um, he chalks up those rumors to the aftermath of Wednesday, of the Wednesday Night Wars. Says he talks to the Jacksons daily. He talks to Kenny a lot. He says there's no truth to any beef. They are one team. They'll remain one team, and they're all very supportive of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so someone else asked him about a recent interview we did where he talked about workshopping and focus grouping 
his uh, promo he had a couple weeks back. Uh, what exactly that entailed? Was there dedicated focus groups for AEW? And then he kind of said, uh, "I essentially he he says I misspoke. Yeah. I didn't mean focus grouping as in what traditionally focus grouping means." Mm-hmm. Um, he says he didn't do that. He worked on it very hard. He practices in the car like Steve does with his impressions. Oh yeah. Uh, but he says with his promos, he'll, he'll record voice memos and then send them to people he trusts, talents, mm-hmm. legends, coaches, get feedback uh, that way. But there's no AEW focus groups. There's not a group of people sitting in a room watching Cody practice his promo on TV. One way mirror, one official way capacity. mirror window thing. Yeah. 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 Have you ever done one of those before? Oh, have I? I don't think I have. I've done a couple of them. A couple of them, interesting. It was mostly it was mostly for products, though, not for. Do you remember what product? Not for wrestling promos. Do you remember what product it was? Oh no, it was years ago. Uh, This is interesting. You see, this all out is going to take place in Chicago. No, they just announced that. It has been confirmed as of uh, a couple hours ago. Wow! Here, Uh, Tony Khan announced on the Unrestricted Podcast. Oh, all right. all Out will play host to a women's casino battle royal. I saw it's that. likely going to take place in late August or early September. Um, where's the bit about Chicago? I'll keep on looking for that if you want right. to keep up with this. Sure, because, yeah, traditionally it's been at the uh, Sears Center mm-hmm. in suburban Chicago. Yes. Uh, so next, uh, we found out yesterday who Adnan Virk's replacement on Raw is. Mm-hmm. And it is a uh, former, I believe, Bellator and UFC announcer Jimmy Smith. Um, Smith had done some work on NXT pre-shows prior to his hire. As to former, another former Raw commentator, Tom Phillips, Fightful is reporting that Phillips has been released by WWE after nearly 10 years with the company. That's pretty surprising. Tom Phillips is probably the best play-by-play uh, announcer WWE has under their employ. Yeah. Um, he's really good. It's really weird that they constantly move him around mm-hmm. when he's pretty darn good at his job. Yeah. And now I know he has other responsibilities or had other responsibilities in the office. I think he was number two to Michael Cole mm-hmm. in that particular department. Um, but yet it's, it's interesting that, you know, maybe he just doesn't want to do announcing. I don't know. Don't uh, know. so, uh, let's see here. John Alba with uh, living the gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, had a, a report on this. And uh, so according to John Alba, uh, it says uh, his sources indicate Vince McMahon was never completely sold on him as lead voice for programming. That's why he was moved around a lot. Um, he had recently been regu- uh, 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 relegated to 205. And as a special projects producer, though in the past month and a half, he changed his social media handles, removing reference of WWE in his stage name. Um yeah, this is this is interesting. I mean, if if it's true that I think it I do get the feeling. We saw this with Adnan and we see it with the, with Jimmy Smith. I wasn't like too familiar with Jimmy Smith from when I read up on him. He seems to be a huge fan of wrestling, which I think is a number one what you need. And we've seen that with Pat yep. McAfee. Yep. You got to know the stuff. You got to be really into it um to be able to call it properly. Jimmy Smith has a very sports fight feel voice, you know? And I think that's what they wanted with Adnan who came obviously from baseball. Um, And I think that's what they're going for. And Tom doesn't really have that. I mean, I think, I think Tom could probably excel at that, 
but I get that he wants a bit more personality in the voice. It, it, that's just what I'm getting from this stuff. And Tom really doesn't have that. I think Tom, I think the world of Tom Phillips, but if you listen to Jimmy Smith, um, if you just listen to the guy talk, it's like, man, this guy has like an urgent fight feel to his voice. And with Tom, I never really got that. So maybe that's it. I'm just speculating. Maybe that that's could it. be. That could be. Maybe it's it's pretty interesting the 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 difference then and how they're approaching. Because here's the thing: is is back when we heard that SmackDown was going to Fox, the idea was that would be the the sports centric show. Yeah, they were talking know? about guys like uh, Cormier coming in to do commentary. Yeah, yeah. For that, yeah. And yet they have Michael Cole, who's been with the company forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know he doesn't necessarily call matches with a sports type feel. Um, sure. You know Corey Graves right. when he was was doing uh, analysis. Definitely not. Sure. Pat McAfee to a degree, yes. But but not in the in the in the in the same way that you'd see him. Like if he was doing UFC stuff, it wouldn't work at all. Not I in the traditional what, sense that you're talking no, about. No, yeah, I think sure. what Pat's carry how he's he's doing it is through his absolute passion for pro wrestling, and that mm-hmm. comes across. Yeah, sure. And he brings a sense of excitement because he's excited. You could tell this genuine excitement on yeah. his part. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that if they want to take the more sports approach with Raw. Which is far and away seemingly the more sports entertainment focused of the two shows. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, and I think that you know obviously whatever philosophy they had starting with that, starting with you know SmackDown on Fox, they've ditched because you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, I I'm, I'm I like this. You know when I when I heard some samples of Jimmy Smith's voice, I was like, oh man, I can I totally feel this. And if he's into the product and he knows the moves and he can translate the stories in a way that doesn't interfere with the action in the ring. That's then... what I thought Tom Phelps was really good at. He knew how to advance stories. I agree. I, I absolutely agree. It's just when I hear Jimmy Smith, I'm like, okay, I think I know what Vince is trying to go for with this stuff. And I understand why Tom might not be that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, you know, because it seems like, I don't know, between him, between like a Vic Joseph, he had like a bunch of guys who sort of fit that same thing, yeah. which was kind of, just be there to facilitate the play-by-play and don't bring any urgency to it. Well, that's kind of that's kind of the Michael Cole mold. It is. It totally is. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think now with with Vic and Wade Barrett and Beth Phoenix on NXT, I think their chemistry is great. Oh yeah, same. And Vic, I feel like is is to a point now calling NXT enough where he's getting that point where he brings that sense of of drama mm-hmm. to his play-by-play now on NXT. Yeah, that might not have been there on Raw. Maybe that's because he doesn't have somebody in his ear all the time telling him what to say. That's you know? not going to be easy. Yeah, because I feel like when when matches hit, like like the moment we talked about uh, a couple weeks back when they're about to go to commercials, like no, 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 no. Yeah, maybe that was something he was fed. Maybe that was something they they talked about. But his delivery of it brought a sense of urgency to mm-hmm. the situation. Like, as in, oh, something important's about to happen or could potentially happen here. Don't go away from this. Yeah, no, I, I like that moment a lot too, and I feel like you know that's the approach they want to take on NXT. Obviously, with Raw, they're just sort of. I think Vince is going for something, and that end didn't bring what he thought he was going to bring to it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I mean, it's not going to fix creative on Raw, but you know, Adnan was not the way to go. It just wasn't working. No. It wasn't working. No, it wasn't working. Um, we got an a- update here on Will Osprey. So he took the Twitter to provide uh, an update on his neck injury. Saying, "quote Had my physio pop over the house today, and after further digging, I'm now being referred for another MRI on my lower back, uh, as well for fears I may have the same issue in my neck. Things aren't looking good, but I'm determined to come back this year. Thanks for all the support." Boy, oh boy! Uh, he posted an X-ray of his neck, I believe. Really? I don't know what's what. What's wrong with it? 
Um, <laughs> it's just an X-ray. I'm not a. I'm not. A, I'm yeah. not a doctor. I'm not an orthopedic surgeon. Right. Um, but uh, if it's bad enough that he's got to take his leave, you know, depending if he needs surgery, he must come back this year. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. Okay, I don't know. So like this, I'm looking at this X-ray, and I. So what? What I'm. Again, I'm I'm no doctor, but like looking at it, there is that mid section in the middle that looks pinched to hell. <laughs> that's yeah. probably what it because there's the sack of stuff on the outside that's lining it and that's like disappearing there in the middle area. That's probably that's probably blown discs then. <laughs> that looks terrible. Yeah. Gee whiz. That's probably blown discs. I mean, maybe yeah, hey, got, look, like you said, maybe that's normal and it's something completely different in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, I don't know. That I always good. refer back to uh, uh, Mick Foley's first book where he's talking about where he went to the doctor and he was getting his back looked at and he looked at the x-ray and I think all like the spaces between his vertebrae were all, I can't remember if they were white or gray. Yeah, right. And all of them were, were one color. The except wrong for color. <laughs> and he says, oh, doctor, that's one that's bad. He goes, no, that's how they're supposed to look. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Patrick Oliva asks here in our live chat, Steve, how long did it take for Lacey to come back from back surgery before she was hitting stunners? Um, it, it was a while, you know, it was a while, but obviously those are two completely different things, but yeah, she had back surgery and, uh, and yeah, it was a while before she was, uh, that was in June mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, it, t- it took a good couple months for her, um, to sort of, I mean the, yeah, it, it, it took a while. It took a while, but I think, I mean, like if Osprey has to get fusion, yeah. you know, like neck fusion, or back fusion. That's going to take a while. Yeah. I don't That's going to take a while. That's got to suck to wake up in the morning, though. Yep. Good yep. Lord. My poor guy. Uh, we had an NXT UK today. We watched that. Uh, I had a watch along. Live yeah, reaction. Fun stuff. As normal. Uh, here are results. Opening bout was Nathan Frazier versus Shaw Samuels. Noam Dar tried to get involved. Uh, he did a couple points. Eventually, though, the ref caught him. He got ejected from ringside. Uh, this allows Frazier to close the line shot out of the ring. Follows with a huge kind of like flipping tope type thing. It was great. Yeah. Anyways, Frazier picked up the win. Frog splash. Good job. And it uh, seems like Noam Dar has already moved on. We'll hear about that more later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, we had a brief uh, Joseph Connors Ginny promo where he calls out uh, uh, the sub, uh, subculture. They're just yeah. called subculture now. Yeah. Calls them out, so they're going to have a thing. Um, we had a Noam Dar uh, promo backstage. Angry, he got tossed from the match. He's like, hey, I thought it was a three strikes thing. I got tossed on two. He's like, mm-hmm. what are the rules around here? He says, but I need someone to pay for this. Calls out Ilya. Bad move, Noam Dar, because Ilya's going to destroy you. Yep. Uh, then we had Ashton Smith versus Tio Man. Uh, you know, this is actually a really competitive match, really fun match. Ashton Smith had some really great moves. Yeah, but in the end, he tapped out to that cross face of To Man's. Uh, after the match, To Man puts him back in a cross face, beats him up a little bit. Oliver Carter makes a save, so they're probably going to have a thing, and To Man's probably going to tap out Oliver Carter too. Seems that way. Uh, Ilya had a brief interview talking about Noam Dar, giving him the truth. He says that he's changed, but one thing that hasn't changed: if someone tries to mess with them, he brings the violence. Oh man, oh, he's so great. After that, He's gonna we, destroy Noam Dar. We had a uh, poor Jack Star is just trying to hang out in the break room there. Uh, he has an interview, but it's interrupted pretty quickly by Pretty Deadly. They tease him. He yells at them, calls them a joke. They mock him some more. He wants a match. 
they say to earn a title shot, uh, they're going to talk to uh, uh, Johnny Saint. But first, he has to find a friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Andy Wild. I remember seeing him before. Haven't seen him before, but he I've only great. been watching uh, NXT UK consistently. However long we've been streaming our reactions to it, so about five weeks. I've been watching uh, a couple weeks before that, and uh, don't remember. Don't, don't remember. remember, man. Uh, facing uh, Kenny Williams, he shaved his beard off. I made him mm-hmm. think about it. It's like he did it. He's doing a, 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 a shaving commercial, a razor mm-hmm. blade or shaving yeah. cream commercial. Yeah. Um, he ditched the pants. He's got trunks now. All the little Back to the Future references gone. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, he wins. New look. Kenny Williams wins a relatively competitive match against Andy Wild uh, with uh, his finisher, which is uh, what Dean Ambrose used to do for the Dirty Deeds, where he had the head this way and yeah, fell wild forward. Spiked himself. It was great. It was yeah, awesome. It was good sell. It's good uh, sell. We had a video package for the upcoming Kaylee Ray Mako Satamura match, which I think they said is happening in two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, we had uh, a Gallus slash Rampage video package as well. I don't know if they announced when that match is going to happen. If Rampage is still well, since it was kind of made last week, it's probably next week because everything's two weeks. Everything's two weeks. But also, like Joe just said, hey, when you're ready, that's I'll true. come find you. And I, that, I don't think that's happened yet. That's that's a good point. Uh, after that, we had our main event, which was Trent Seven versus Sam Gradwell. And uh, this is a pretty competitive match. These guys beat the crap out of each other. They did. They Sam's did. Chest, chest was all tore up. Destroyed after this. Trent wins with his Birminghammer, uh, which, of course, is Burning Hammer. It's a Burning Hammer, but it's, yeah. a, it's a good pun. Birminghammer. It's pretty funny. It's a good pun. So, uh, so yeah, the solid episode of mm-hmm. UK setting up mm-hmm. some good stuff down the line. Tonight, our official Quizzlemania Tag Championship celebration Psh. happens alongside Impact I was Wrestling. I popping bottles and I open a can there. Psh. I only got uh, canned beer in my fridge. We're going to be doing this over at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. So join us as well. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to give the Zoom link to our uh, uh, Church of Friendos yes, co-faction I members. I, I know Kayla that. streams at the same time, but she's welcome to hop over. Uh, and then, of course, Alex, she's welcome to, to hop on by, too. The Enforcer is going to be there, there as well. A lot of celebrating to do. A lot of impact to watch. Kicking off with Sammy Callahan. I don't know what he's going to do. He just says he's going to kick, off, kick the show. off the show. That's what it said at impactwrestling.com. Uh, the first match they had listed there was uh, Rosemary. Neil Dashwood, Havoc, and Rachel. Oh, sorry, Rachel Ellering and Taylor Wilde mm. versus Deanna Prazzo, Kimberly, Susan, uh, Kira Hogan, and Tasha Steeles. So the good, the good, the good girl, the good guys, and the bad guys in the women's division. Uh, violent by design. They're going to address impact. They're going to say something. Maybe they'll have their own celebration because they're the tag champs now. That's right. They're the tag champs. Yeah. Yeah. This is exciting. Kojima, mm. New Japan pro wrestling legend. Fan of bread, mm-hmm. Kojima mm-hmm. debuts on Impact. He loves bread. That's great. Making his debut. He tweets all, all the time about bread. Impact rookie Kojima making yes. his way up the card. Uh, and then we've got uh, Petey Williams, the Maple Leaf Muscle, and Josh Alexander versus TJP and Falaba. So that should be a lot of fun, too. I wonder if the wad of cash is going gonna, is gonna to come into play there. That could be. I forget who that has the be. wad of cash right now. What Swingman doesn't have it anymore? Does oh, does Swingman still have it? I thought so. That sounds right. I that thought it was right. in his gimmick department, his fanny pack. It's probably right. You're probably right. Anyways, that's gonna do it for us today at News Brief. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Give this video a thumbs up. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Till next time. Talk to you later. Bye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.